This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Hi, hey, and how are you? And welcome into the happy hour. The final uh, 45 minutes or so of Gwen and Chris on this Monday. And uh, we got uh, Braden Suprenant stepping in tonight for the Padre pregame show. He'll have it for you at 545. And then Blake Snell will try to keep... The Padres flickering playoff hopes alive. He'll have to beat the San Francisco Giants tonight, or the Padres will be eliminated for good. And to that end, as we kick off the 5 o'clock hour, uh, Scraby and I are going to uh, break down a story that has just come out uh, online from Kevin Acey in the San Diego Union-Tribune talking about all of the changes that are likely to be ahead for your San Diego Padres. We're not talking about manager, general manager. We're talking about players. Who's coming back? Who's not coming back? What's going to be going on? Uh, Apparently, according to Kevin Acey's article, the uh, Padres plan on reducing their payroll and reducing it by quite a bit next year. Uh, That uh, not just because of uh, Peter Seidler, but uh, members of the Seidler Equity Partners, apparently are kind of in on getting a little better handle on this payroll. That despite the fact the Padres set attendance records this year and everything, and all you fans were just remarkable in going out to games and supporting this this baseball team. But uh, the spending outpaced the revenue. and Which is kind of crazy to me. Well, it's not when your payroll is $253 million. Good point. I mean, just to give you an example, and this is in the article, the Padres' payroll in 2018, five years ago, was $104 million. Mm. So it's gone by two and a half times that in five years to $253 million. And somehow the Padres are going to need to kind of get control of that between now and the beginning of next season, according to the people who kind of run this baseball team. And that's, I, I, I think most of us feel Peter Seidler is the guy. He is the guy, I guess. But, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of people. And Peter Seidler released the information, what, a few weeks ago about some of the health issues he's having. It doesn't mean he's not involved in everything that's going on. He is. Okay, we got that. Yeah. But, you know, there's you get pressure from other people that are involved in the organization. And they're they're investors just like any other every investor. other business. Yeah, two hundred fifty three million is a lot, 
And uh, and they're like, what so, did we have to show for it? Oh, yeah. Especially when it didn't work, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point, Matt. I mean, that might be the first time I've ever called you Matt. I, I was just thinking how weird I that just, was. I just said Matt, and I'm like, I've never called him Matt before, ever. I was just letting it go because it was That's the first so time in history. <laughs> I have never called you. I didn't even know that was your name. I don't I know, know how I came up with it. I know. I, I don't know. know how I was able to come up with that out of nowhere. I did. But... um Anyway, uh, so we're going to go through some of this for you just to give you a little uh, feel for kind of what the Padres might be thinking because it's certainly not too early to start talking about next year. I mean, like we've said throughout this show, Padres going to have to go 6-0 and and hope that either the Cubs or Diamondbacks go 0-6. Which is still a chance, but it's it's a long shot. It's really not even a long shot. It's beyond a long shot. I'm still going to hold out hope because next week, if we're on the air and the Padres are in the playoffs, if there's Chris. a playoff next week, then I'll, you know what? I'll be willing to take the heat okay. from all the people who say, Chris, right. you gave up on them. Okay. You know, I'll take, I'll be more than happy to trade that. And then you could say, everybody the, gave up on that. For the Padres to get into the playoffs. So if, yeah, let's say, if they make it, that's great. And I'll, I'll, <laughs> You'll I'll fall take, on the sword. I'll fall on the sword for everybody. But, uh, here's, here's the deal. Here, here's some of it uh, as far as what the Padres are going to do. And, and, and this is according to the Kevin AC article. It just came out. It's online in the San Diego Union-Tribune. Uh, okay. He says here in the story, virtually certain Blake Snell, Josh Hader, $30 million worth of salary. Both are going to leave during free, free agency. We, both, we yeah. all kind of know yes, that know already. That. Garrett Cooper, uh, who we would miss. Rich Hill and G-Man Choi, who we would not miss. Uh, they account for five and a half million dollars. They'll probably also depart. Uh, Gary Sanchez probably get a little more lucrative deal. Luis Garcia, who you won't miss, will be allowed to test free agency. Drew Pomerantz is ten million dollars. It will come off the book, so that'll save you fifty million dollars right there. But that's first of all, you can't just throw that aside. No, in a, in a lot of ways, no. because. You might say that's fifty million dollars, no big deal. Well, okay, but it's Blake Snell, Josh Hader, Garrett Cooper. You know, those, those are three two pretty are, good players. Yeah, the first two are very and big the first players. two are really hard to replace. So, you know, that's a big change right there. Um, now, uh, again, of course, you have to consider long term what you're going to do with Soto. You have to consider what you're going to do with Seth Lugo, Nick Martinez, and Michael Waka. All have very confusing. Convoluted and crazy contract. Yeah, I went through the Nick Martinez one, and they they're 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 wacky. So yeah, they're really. I'm wacky. not going to sit here and try to explain it all to you, but suffice to say that the Padres have to figure out whether they want options on Waka, Martinez, Lugo, whether they want to exercise options. However, it's going to work. Money's going to be you know at the core of whether or not they keep those three guys, because otherwise they'd want to keep all three of them. Oh, no yeah. questions asked. Oh, yeah. uh, Trent Grisham. Uh, 3.1 million in the first year of arbitration. Um, they're going to probably have to lose this guy's gold glove in center field. The 191 batting average just, uh, he, I, I just, wow, I, didn't I can't realize imagine. I can't imagine the Padres are going to keep Trent Grisham. Uh, they will save some money there. There's a team. There's a team out there that will trade for him and not care about his bat and just want his defense. So there, it, it, there's a, there's got to be a suitor out there. So you're thinking trade? I would Trent think trade. I mean, can yeah, I would think trade. Try to get some sort of value for him. 
I don't know what you can get for him. I, I, I don't disagree with you, but I don't agree with you either. Um, so anyway, those are just some of the names that come up in this. Tim Hill's name is mentioned here as well. But it's it's going to be an interesting offseason. It's going to start, you know, Monday or, you know, unfortunately could start as early as tonight if they don't win the game. I, I'm planning on going through October, Chris. Okay, I know you are. Uh, and you go right ahead thinking okay. that. But um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to start with, you know, what's going to happen in the front office itself and with, you know, Bob Melvin and whether, you know, A.J. Preller, Bob Melvin, is everybody going to, you know, come together Sing a happy refrain and move forward with what we've got. You know, the, or, the, or are they going to blow something up there? Which I, I will just continue to say I don't think they should do. You, they could, you think it but should I don't be Bob Melvin. You think it should be AJ Preller going one more year together? Because uh, the article that we were we were referencing uh, from the Athletic last week said that an unknown unknown player said. The relationship is, quote-unquote, unfixable between unfixable. the two. Well, as I said earlier on this show, and I'll say again right now, whether I want or don't want or think or don't think, we're all going to find out the answer pretty soon. Yeah. Because if it's fixable and they can get along well enough, then Bob Melvin won't be fired and A.J. Preller will be back. If it's not, then one or two or the both are going to be gone. Yeah. And so we'll all find out. That's the first right? decision they they have We're to really We're all going to find make. out in the next you know ten days or so whether Bob Melvin and AJ Preller feel like they can coexist. No matter, I don't care what they say. Now Tony said he talked directly with Bob Melvin, mm-hmm. and Bob said to Tony, "You know, where's all this come from that you know people think I'm going to quit?" Yeah. And Bob Melvin said, "Why would I quit? These jobs are almost impossible to get. They are." You know, I, I'm not going to quit. I have a contract. I have a year left. He's not. So Bob Melvin's not going to quit. And that's words coming from him directly. That's not according to sources. That's not according to this guy or that guy. That's according to him. So, you know, all you people, you know, and there's been a lot of guesswork out there now because everybody creates their own storyline. Bob Melvin's going to, you know, he's not going to be able to, you know, coach under, manage under A.J. Preller anymore. So he's going to walk away. He says he's not doing that. Well, so I have to take him at his word now. If he changes his mind and makes an announcement, I just can't do this. Okay, that's his right. But as of now, Bob Melvin's saying he's not quitting. So, well, he's not quitting because then he would forego his salary next year as well. That's so another that would be kind of that's another dumb. aspect of it, isn't it? <laughs> Make them fire me is what that's, my mindset would be. Yeah, another aspect of it. But you know, obviously, you know, we've seen the stories of dysfunction and this, that, and the other. Yeah, there had to be some dysfunction this year because the season didn't work out. But as I said earlier, if they were six and six in extra innings this year instead of zero and twelve, they'd be in the wild card spot right now. Yeah, going into the final week of the season, and if and if that were the case, I don't think any of these stories would have come up. No, it none of have. this stuff would have come up. It wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't have been an issue. And that's what Joe Musgrove was saying today in a article on ESPN.com uh, about the fact that the Padres are dysfunctional. Joe Musgrove said, we're not dysfunctional. We've had our issues. Things haven't gone smoothly this year. We didn't handle everything perfectly the way we would have liked to necessarily. But, you know, that's the same 
ball club that was last year, and here we were last year, and here we are this year. It just didn't happen this year for us. I, I don't necessarily even – I still don't think that it's a clubhouse thing. I think that it's more of some of the – I think it's a front office thing. I, I think you that do. there – you think the I, I, front office needs Well, needs there was work. a lot of talk about how there was meddling by the general manager and there was, uh, you know, players being told one thing by AJ and then an, and another thing by Bob, and it's whose job is to deliver that message. And I said last week they need to let Bob manage and they need to have AJ be the general manager. There's no in-between. They need to put a, a thing down the middle saying that that's what's going to happen. In a perfect world, that's how it would work. And I know that's a perfect world. But I don't believe in that. I don't believe that perfect world exists in baseball anymore. I don't, I don't think, think so either. Any, I don't think any manager anywhere, Bob Melvin included, uh, give me a longer-standing tenure manager <clears throat> than Bob Melvin, but somebody's been around forever. Gabe Kapler. All right, Gabe Kapler. I'm, I'm talking forever. About... Um, Tori Lavello's been around a long time. Yeah, not you know it's Dusty funny. Baker. There you go. But yeah, but Dusty Baker doesn't have complete autonomy to do whatever he wants. No, especially in the Astros. Just nobody does. I mean, it's just not that way in baseball anymore. There's too much analytic stuff. There's too much stuff involved. So, and I think Bob Melvin knows that. So he knows he's not going to have just complete total run. But, you know, is it possible that AJ wants too much of a say? Yeah. Yeah. Possible. I mean, honestly, he's been the guy who's been here the longest, and so why wouldn't he feel that way? A lot of people feel like AJ Preller has been the guy that survived this more than anybody else, and how has he? And I can't disagree with that because there's been, been there three nine managers. Uh, 2015, yeah. Nine eight, eight years, years, ten years, eight, whatever. Nine years. And he's got one playoff appearance plus a shortened season appearance. Yes, yes. So there's no division titles because we know the Dodgers have won the division every year that A.J. Preller's been here except for the 106-win yeah. giant team. And there's only been one full season that the Padres have made the playoffs. Under right. his, his what I just I, yeah. There's did you just say that? I did. Oh, okay. I said that. Sorry. So anyway, uh, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. But the funny the funny thing is is uh, we're all doing our best. Uh, the 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 writers and then the radio people and everybody and the TV people and everybody's trying to do their best to try to explain to all of you, the fans, not explain but try to undercover uncover. You know what went wrong this year? Something went wrong. Hey, There's I want to no know. And I appreciate that. it because this so, is giving us insight. That's what people are trying to do. But what they're doing is fun and fine. But what actually happens over the next few months is going to tell us what happened this year. That's a good point, right? Well, we whoever see, goes or whoever stays, it's going to tell us everything. That right? That's right. I mean, if Manny Machado was really the the problem that. You know, Kevin Acey's article seemed to indicate people think he is. Then why would you keep Manny Machado around? Well, you kind of have to at this point. Right. <laughs> Fair point. And because Manny Machado hit two home runs on Friday night and he hit one in the bottom of the eighth inning to break the tie and make it four to two. Yeah. Manny Machado still does those it's things even with teammate. a bad elbow. He's a terrible teammate, apparently. I. I I, I didn't don't say he was. I don't think that, but I do think we haven't had a chance, us two, to talk about it. But I do think that there were some things that he said that were a little bit uh, that I did not agree with. And I and one of them was that the culture, it, 
it, paraphrasing, it doesn't need to be the most important thing. And culture is huge anywhere you work. I don't care if you work, if you're a padre or if you work for the radio station. If you have a bad culture, it's going it's to hard trickle to do down your job to the properly. But I will say this: everything I read the whole article, and you know, Manny said a couple of things like that. He also said a couple of things like this, which were. Last year, everything was pretty much the same as it is this year, and nobody had a problem with it. And that, to me, was the bottom line in that whole... That's not exactly true, because there was a point in that season where Bob Melvin had to do a closed-door meeting because they weren't playing very well, and yeah. then they made their run. Yeah, but almost So every... this happened last year as well. No, the same no, thing no, not this, last not year. this same thing that's happened, but there was a point last year where Bob Melvin had to step in, talk to the clubhouse... Get them on track, and he did. Yeah, but you know what's funny? Every championship season has a moment like that. You think? Yeah, I do. Every championship season has that one moment where somebody says something, somebody does something, a game is won in a certain manner, something happens that galvanizes everybody, and everybody charges forward into championship lore. Yeah, Yeah, we point to that one thing. Yeah, remember that one moment? That was the one that set them through. (laughs) I've I've said that like a hundred times this year. Yeah, and it never happened, did it? Yeah. But well, they did we win, don't know. They did win four in a row, twice in a row. I Yeah, right? that, was, that was pretty incredible. <laughs> that was pretty crazy after not winning four in a row at all. But then on Saturday, they come back to doing the same exact thing that they've done all season long, which was just not be able to win in extra innings and hit with runners in scoring position. They're never going to win in extra innings if they can't get the ghost runner in. One for seventeen. R I S P Saturday night, and that R E S P C T. That R I S P led to R I P for the Padres <laughs> nice. in twenty twenty three. Although Blake Snell tries to mathematically keep them alive tonight. Eagles Buccaneers late second quarter. Both teams have kicked a field goal so far. It's three three in Tampa Bay. Eagles have the ball and. Uh, they are uh, in Buccaneer territory, and uh, they just scored a touchdown. How do you like that? As I was talking. Yes. Jalen Hurts threw one to... Zacchaeus. Who is that guy? He He's around. He's like one of those... Olamide Zacchaeus. Yeah, he's one of those guys that like you pick up for bye weeks, and you're lucky if he scores a touchdown. Well, so. he just did. So yeah. the Eagles take a 10-3 lead, assuming they'll make the extra point. With about three and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. Rams and Bengals just kicked off. No score. Opening minute of play in Cincinnati. Gwyn and Chris comes back after traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, right, welcome back. Good and Chris, 524 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, uh, otherwise known as Matt. We just call him Matt around here. <laughs> I can't believe that. You should uh, mark that and use that for a promo. Uh, no, it was, it was so weird. It was I so out of left field. I can't. <laughs> that I didn't even realize where that came from. That shows That proves how jet-lagged I am. You, Are you... you keep making fun of me for being jet-lagged, but... For me to call you Matt, yeah, that was I weird. must have been on a plane for 19 hours. Are you feeling like it is 
Are you feeling like you're you're fading? No, I'm feeling loopier and loopier as yes, I go okay, along. So that means yes. Eventually, the wall is going to hit, but it hasn't hit yet, and uh, that's good. That's pretty so incredible, actually. Hopefully, I can make it to the uh, last 20 minutes of the program here. Uh, Tony, of course, is off getting prepared for the broadcast. Uh, our friend Braden Soprenin is in. He'll have the uh, Padre pregame show coming up. In about twenty minutes, uh, where'd Sammy Levitt go? Is he just coming? Uh, come on, Sammy! You're not gonna you're gonna do 150 g- three no, games, and then you, I think he had something uh, right at the wire. You, no, I, I think this has been something planned came for up. a long time. All right, understood. No, I, I mean, guess, Sam, I, guess, I don't think it is understood for first, you. It is calling the, him out in the air. I am, but you know what? Sammy's unbelievable. He is. I mean, out of a hundred and they played 156 games now. Yeah, and Sam's done the pregame show for what 155. No, because you did uh, one. I did you? one, and Braden did two. So. so sorry, he's done 153 out yeah. of 156. That's pretty good. Not bad. I tweeted today. I can officially say that I was one and zero in my podcast. You were one and zero this year. Good for you. <laughs> Which in 2021, I, I believe I was like 12 and 50. So that was not a yes. good thing for yes. me. Yes, everybody blamed that collapse on Jace Tingler. Not true. It was. Mr. Scraby. <laughs> uh, Eagles lead the Bucks 10 to 3 late second quarter. Eagles got the ball back after a Baker Mayfield interception. That is the first turnover of the year by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Meanwhile, Rams and Bengals first drive, Bengals go down, miss a field goal. Rams ball now and uh they are uh, already deep in Cincinnati territory and this is second time You've called that I just play. started talking about the game and a touchdown happened. It's true. 2-2. Two, two. Is that 2-2? Two, two? Yeah, 2-2 two, two Atwell. Is that 2-2? Two, two? That's 2-2. Two, two. That's 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, 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 Atwell on the 24-yard end around. For those of you who have Matt Stafford hoping that it was one of those shovel passes and you get, you know how you get credit for passing yardage when yes. you throw the ball forward yes. like a half a foot? Yeah. Matt Stafford will not get credit for that. No, it was a handoff. Yeah. But I don't know that Tutu got in. I think he stepped. It looks like he stepped on the sideline at the three yard line. But he's close. Anyway, I think that's going to come back. Rams, Bengals, first quarter. And I think officially you're going to have no score because Tutu stepped out at the three yard line. Good effort by Tutu. Yeah, good effort. Fun to say, Tutu. Tutu Atwell. Yeah, that's him. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. We got. Uh, we're coming up on the end of the baseball season. Is yes, what we're we coming up on. Yeah. We told you one of the interesting statistics earlier that Blake Snell has a chance to become the first player in baseball history. Not only to have a chance, it's almost a lock that he's going to finish with the major leagues' top and best ERA but also the most walks in all of Major League Baseball. Which we started saying last week, that's even more impressive that he's going to finish with the top ERA. It shouldn't hurt him at all that his walks are a part of it. It should hurt him, but it, it hasn't should hurt not. him. Right, it should, but it should hurt you. Just conventional thinking is that if you walk as many people as Blake Snell does, somebody's eventually going to hit a ball against the fence and drive everybody in. Yep. But it hasn't happened since May. Like, Blake Snell's been walking people... For all year. But since May, nobody's been able to knock anybody in. And uh, he continues to be remarkable. But uh, there's some other interesting, fun things that Scraby has lined up for us. Yeah, I I saw this on MLB.com, and it was just kind of a a primer on the last week. But uh, Stuff to look for in the final week of the season. Yes, the National League already has their batting champ, which will be Luis Arise. Did he? I mean, because when I left on my... 
My sojourn. You're, you're, you're I sojourn. <laughs> okay. Do you know that word too well? I, no, I, I've heard the word. I don't know the definition. It's but... just a long journey. It's oh, a long okay. journey. Yeah. And that's what I felt like while our vacation was fantastic, but long. Yes. But Freddie Freeman was closing in, but you're right. Arise 353, Acuna 336, Freeman 332. Got it. Acuna's ended up second in the league in batting average, and he's got a 40 40 season. Is that good? Is that that's any good? good? Yeah, that's My good. Goodness, that's pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, the, some of the other things to look out for: you have uh, Spencer Strider, strikeout leader in the NL. You have home run king Matt Olson in the NL. So three of the six division winners have already clinched. But here are some of the records that can be set or tied or something like that late in the year. Okay. And that would be Freddie Freeman, sixty doubles. No player has more doubles than he ha- or than Freeman has since he made his debut in two thousand ten. He has fifty seven doubles entering today. He needs sixty. It would be the first since nineteen thirty six. Who's who's uh, who? It didn't, doesn't list them, which is kind of it's, sad. If, I'll tell you one thing: you should ask this as a five-point question. A five-point question. The fan. But the all-time record for most doubles in one season—I mean, nobody would know this. Earl Webb, <laughs> sixty-seven doubles in nineteen thirty-one. Wow, sixty-seven! So Freddie Freeman gets eleven doubles in the last six games. He could break the all-time record. Uh, old Earl—he played for the Red Sox. But you know what's funny is you're talking about that's not true. Nick Castellanos had fifty-eight doubles four years ago. He did, but not Freeman's 60. trying to get to sixty. Yeah, right. And the last guy to do it was Charlie Geringer. In 1936, that's that's those records impress me more because you would think that someone has done it since then, but apparently, obviously, no one has. So Almost a hundred years that it, record is held up. He needs three this week to tie. It. Okay, uh, Spencer Strider is the he needs um, two more strikeouts to tie the modern era for the Braves single season strikeout record at 276. He has 274. He probably will have one more start this week. John Smoltz is uh, the the one who leads right now with 276 in Braves franchise history. But two more for him, okay. and he ties John Smoltz. Um, Mookie Betts, single-season leadoff home run record. He has 12 leadoff homers this season, and Alfonso Soriano set the record in 2003. Um, he uh, Mookie Betts' 48 career leadoff home runs are tied with Ian Kinsler. Remember that? I remember For Ian. the fifth most in ALNL history. So he could... Hits or he could uh, set the record for single season leadoff home run record. Ian Kinsler, yet another guy that played for the Padres, that was really really good yeah. when he played elsewhere. Yes, and came to the Padres at the end of his career and didn't have much left in the tank. No, he did not. He was a thirty thirty guy, Kinsler. That's that's crazy. Had a thirty thirty season. Justin Verlander can pass Phil Necro in career strikeouts with 14 more before the end of the regular season. He would move into 12th place in ALNL history in career strikeouts, one spot behind Max Scherzer. So that's kind of cool that you got two guys at the top of the strikeout list still going at it. Yeah. Uh, so he needs 14 Verlander more. pitches tonight. I don't think he'll get 14 tonight, I don't know but about he may 14. get to make another start after this one. 
Uh, Bobby Witt Jr. would be the fourth member of the 30 home run, 50 stolen base club if he was able to hit one more home run. Ronald Acuna joined the club uh, on August 31st, but Bobby Witt Jr. has 29 home runs, 48 stolen bases, so he needs a home run and two stolen bases this week. Prior to 2023, the only two players to ever pull off the feet, Eric Davis in 1987. I always get that confused with the former 49 No, Eric Davis, Davis man. You're too bad you didn't ever get to see that guy play. When he was with the Reds. Man, I knew he was, played for the Reds. Oh, well, he played for a bunch of teams. But when he was with the Reds in the 80s, Eric Davis was Ronald Acuna 30 years really? ago. Wow. wow. Look, he had 37 50. 37 homers, 50 steals. Eric Davis. And he played all three outfield positions, and he was outstanding at all of them. Yes. And Eric then Davis was an athlete and a half. Barry Bonds did it as well in 1990. So whenever you're in the list with Eric, Barry Bonds, Eric Davis, Ronald Acuna, and now Bobby Witt. Yeah, if he gets another home run. You're in a pretty good you're in a pretty good list. Pretty good. Okay. Uh, some of the other ones are Ronald Acuna Jr. Braves single season hits record. He he has 210 hits. He needs 14 hits in the next 16 games to Whatever, you know what I want to know. Record. And I don't know if you know the answer to this and I don't have it myself, but when I when I left, the Braves were closing in on the all-time home run record as a team. Did they slow down? Uh, you know Have what you heard anything about that? Well, here it is. The next one up was oh. all-time single-season home run record for the Braves, 307. What do they uh, have? They need nine more coming into today, oh. and that would break the all-time All right. record of so 307. So they do still have a chance to break the – that's a Twins record, I believe. Yes, it was a Twins record. I think it was like 2018 or 2019 yeah, not that, that long happened. ago. Okay. Uh, the Orioles, first 100-win season since 1980, if they can get there. They need uh, – Three more wins. Go three and three. Yeah, they need three more wins. All right, we need to update you on the Monday night action. They did uh, take away Tutu Atwell's apparent touchdown. He stepped on the sideline, and the Rams ended up having to settle for a field goal. So the Rams lead the Bengals three to nothing. Meanwhile, Eagles will take a 10-3 lead to the half against the Buccaneers unless Tampa Bay does something with 30 seconds to go in the first half at its own 30-yard line. Not likely. Not likely the way Baker's kind of running around and they're fumbling the ball and they just gave it back to the Eagles. And now the Eagles may score before halftime. We just got done saying how good you were, Baker. Yeah. Well, he didn't make that mistake. The receiver caught it and fumbled. All right. Padre Baseball is next. Big win and Chris tomorrow at 2. Talk to them. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Casey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 